Welcome series to pilots, baby. Series pilots. Patreon, dog. Hey, thank you very much for listening to this. If you're a Patreon subscriber, I want to sincerely thank you very much for uh, being a subscriber to this Patreon. Send us a video of you kissing the mirror. Yes. Yeah. That's fun. Show us how you practice. Yeah. And um, we'll show you how we practice uh-huh. on one another. And if you, we'll actually add a new tier, a kissing tier of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. One dollar a month. Yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 justify it with our respect. Perspective, uh, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever um, been in part of a triple kiss? Oh no, uh, those, never are, have. those are things in high school. I yeah, believe. what were a the fellas' names? Kiss. Yeah, a triple. <laughs> what were the the guy? Uh, Father Rob and Father Paul. <laughs> <laughs> of all the names you use that are real, Father Rob is the one that bothers me the most. <laughs> oh, is that a real guy? Yeah, and a he's real a priest. good guy. Yeah, he's not, he wasn't a bad priest. Yeah, of and Father of Paul is a good priest too. If he was triple kissing you, he was very good. <laughs> he was very forward thinking. <laughs> Yeah, it's a thruple. Thruple. Oh, those are things. Those yes. polyamorous Polyamory. freaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think they're freaks? Oh, no, I think they're really great. <laughs> <laughs> I did a thumbs up for our video subscribers. <laughs> yes, polyamory, it's when you have so much love to spurt all over America. So. Polyamory, it's when your relationship is going so bad, you publicly <laughs> announce it to the world. <laughs> I don't judge myself. Because no, I know neither. someone who's in a poly marriage. It seems to be doing good. A poly divorce? A pre- <laughs> pre-divorce, as Rob Crean used to call it. But <laughs> kinda, joke was a little bit on him. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, Tom McDonald. TM. I didn't yeah. want to say a name. <laughs> Shit. That's all right. Is uh, it going well? I mean, I mean, it seems to be. I don't know how well it's going if he's out every night, six nights a week. That sounds like a perfect <laughs> marriage to me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Good luck with it, Tom. Keep at it. Yep. And uh, we'll send your number to any ladies who listen to the Patreon. Absolutely. I'll be a Patreon subscriber level. <laughs> send, Get your the fuck Tom McDonald. send your number to Tom McDonald. He's very. He's a good looking guy. He's a handsome devil. At the, at the open mic we used to do, we did a last edition once recently, and one guy got on stage and he said that he got on stage once and was pointing out that Tom McDonald was not that handsome and everyone disagreed and even his girlfriend at the time was like ah, I don't know he's pretty good looking <laughs> who is that uh, Jack Hall <laughs> oh wow it was Jack Hall yeah Jack Hall he was talking about at what open mic the last Middle East open mic oh re- very recently like a week ago this is a week yeah. at the time of this recording it was a week ago so yeah. Jack Hall J.H. said Tom McDonald <laughs> not <T>. he <laughs> said he tried to do a joke once that said that Tom TM was not that handsome that sounds like it would kill with all audiences <laughs> on any given night. <laughs> hey, That's one of those not local references. <laughs> <laughs> Just a universal truth. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the show we did tonight is a series premiere called 12, 12 Monkeys. Monkeys. What network? First things first. Sci-fi. Sci. So this is great because this is sci-fi seeing what AMC has done and seeing like what other television programs where they do sort of like serious shows prestige television prestige television and this is their dabble into it and it's yeah. not like a oh sharknado or like big ass <laughs> leprechaun you know it's like <laughs> it's not those because that's really what sci-fi is known for they go for like a really hokey bad movie that will get people to laugh at it and watch it yep. over and over and speaking of hokey bad movies they used to have the famous mystery science theater which was all about hokey bad movies yes and that that was actually another one of their successful Show. Well, yeah, it's it a pretty, 
They picked it up from Comedy Central after Comedy Central canceled it, and it ran for like a few. I more hate seasons. that move when you pick up some another man's trash becomes your <laughs> treasure. Yeah, it's very unoriginal. Well, that's really literally sci-fi's whole right. game. Plan. Well, no, no, I want to defend sci-fi and something they were doing a long time yeah, ago. You usually hate sci-fi. Well, <laughs> let me defend the network. Okay. Please, please. My family, the 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 net, the genre of choice in my household growing up at primetime TV was reality television. Yeah, that's the reason I haven't seen a lot of these programs because I mostly watch reality as a child. Yes, and one of the big reality shows we got into. Oh, you're gonna was Stan Lee's. Who, yeah. Stan Lee's. Who wants to be a superhero? <laughs> it was an amazingly funny. Fun. It was like a better Apprentice. Honestly, yeah, it was so good. And then whoever won got to get a sci-fi original movie. You say it was better in practice but donald trump had the last laugh by living longer well stan made it to 90 plus but he was being elder abused which yes. I, don't like. <laughs> I that's my favorite new porn website i like to watch what is it elder, elder abuse, abuse. <laughs> no way you're yeah. kidding me no no he's dead serious <laughs> no. that's what he re- that's what he watches he just told you okay you guys are being fresh they to just- stan <laughs> They make guys on the. They make old people take the tennis balls off their 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 Let's four wheel. Let's talk a little bit about how. Damn this it! Was that was going somewhere. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> the tennis ball thing. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> the walkers. <laughs> the te- this is another uh, adaptation. All right. This uh this was a, a movie that came out directed by Terry Gilliam, starring Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt. Before yes. it was a sci-fi TV show. Did you guys ever see the movie? Never even heard of it. I've seen parts of the movie, but it's pretty spooky, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> it is kind of unsettling. It's weird. He's like in a chair. They're like torturing him. He's it's scary. in a straight, straight, a straight jacket. Yes. And it's freaky. The I movie like was somewhat popular. Uh, kind of a cult movie. Yes. Um, I was pretty excited for the show. I should mention... I had seen this episode before. Oh, you had it. really? I didn't you, know that. You kept that pretty mum, pretty close to the chest. Wow. I, I had seen. I was interested in the show, and close I, to I the watched breast. the first episode, and I did not watch any more of it. Okay, really? Yeah, That's, I'm surprised by that because it's actually. I thought a pretty White good, good pilot. You really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Quite good. Maybe it's sci-fi. I, I might have been biased because I thought the movie was really interesting and the movie's kind of artsy, whereas it felt the show kind of took elements from that but made it much more like bland. Mainstream. And it. more like more like corporatized. It you would have oh, yeah. preferred a, a giant beaver somewhere <laughs> in there attacking <laughs> an old man. Maybe. Something like that. <laughs> That's sci-fi. You know. So this show is... Uh, well, let's get a BSB. That's before the BSB because, again, there's some great stuff that I want to break down. Okay. Immediately from minute one, I'm hooked. Let's really? talk about the opening thing. We see the end of times. We see people looting, beating each other up, dying for a plague. 2043. Hopefully, Trump will still be in office. <laughs> uh, and, it, and he gives kind of this monologue about how everybody's dead. And what if you had? What if there was no civilization left, and all you had to do was survive, and you had to do crazy things, and you lost the only thing that you thought you still had, which was your humanity? I love that. <laughs> I love stuff that it's called eschatological, not scatological. Not <laughs> it is, you do love that. No, no, I know it's it. Not, That's why you have plastic no, all over your bedroom. No, it yep. is, no yep. it's, it's not poopy. It's E S C A T H O. They should just change the name. Yeah. I know. I know. It's stuff about the They probably end didn't of see scat stuff coming into popularity. It's when about they made the, the name. end of times, fantasizing that you're at the end of the world. A lot of the Pauline That's letters really of the Bible popular. are there. Yeah. I like that because I think that I fe- I want to live at the end of the world, kind of, because it's almost like the greatest amount of FOMO. 
dying before uh, the world ends. Yeah. You feel like... When, That's I, why when, people are always guessing. Right. When I'm 88, I want to see the thing going down because you, you want, feel like You want those horns to blare and the yes. sky to open up. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be cool. And all the weed smokers to be sent to hell. <laughs> <laughs> first things first, baby. <laughs> I think that the end of times, you you feel like, oh, it can't happen without me, you know, even though the beginning happened without Have me. Have you ever heard the famous Johnny Cash song about the end times, When the Man Comes Around? No. Just give it a listen sometime. It's yeah, all right. It's uh, pretty is cool. Is there a film adaptation? It's, it's <laughs> Actually, probably like I consider it one of the scarier songs because <laughs> it's just Johnny Cash's hard ass voice singing about how Jesus is gonna come back and fuck you all he over. He did love Christ, right? He, was uh, he loved Christ, hated his wife. Hey, the two go hand in hand. Hated the <laughs> first one, right? Yeah, I think so. Was a big fan of June Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kata. Uh so Johnny Cash not so we, in this. We're in the first seconds of the show. You uh what about What's the it called? Eschat- eschatological. Eschatological. Wow. Did That's you put far. Jews in it there? It just again? sounds like <laughs> eschatological. I assume it's spelled E S C A T. It just sounds like it's internet scatological, like E scatological. <laughs> Which is <laughs> my like other that. favorite website. It just sounds like the emails I got fired over, you know? <laughs> Broadband scat. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. You guys, you what's think a, about what's the a, What's a thing that you, what's another show that does scatological that you like? Uh, the Leftovers. Right, which the, we've done on this program. Yep, there's kind of the uh, of another times. popular show about the end times, The Walking Dead. That's a very popular end times In show. In some ways, you can consider something like Lost about the end times because it's the end for those people and they're put into like a post-civilization world. What about the Bible? The Bible is all about the end times. The Book of Revelations, it's all about preparing there's for the end. There's a famous show that had a cult following called Jericho starring Luke Perry. That was Ooh. about like a post-apocalypse world, and they had uh, they got canceled, but the fans like sent a bunch of postcards, and I think got it back for like another season or something. Lame. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what what do you think is going to be the end of times? Uh, I don't know. Probably far the end of times, far away. Probably never the end of humanity. I think soon, but everybody always thinks soon. Right, yes, right, yes. Right. This well, is something that. Uh, Stephen King brought up in his book, the novel, the Tommy Knockers, about uh, Tommy Knockers. Yeah, it's a, it's a book about aliens. It's I love scatological <laughs> on those Tommy Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a character in that who's a kind of an eco thing guy, and he points out that like uh, that we can only damage the planet to the point where it can't sustain us. The planet will go on right, way right. long after we're all fucking dead. Yeah, that's probably true. It is true. Yeah. yeah, but there will probably be nomads, you know, and like monkeys and stuff, and you probably have to fuck the monkeys. Life will c- life will continue on in some form, you know. Yeah, but probably not human. Yeah, these robots. I really do have a great fear of robots replacing us all. Well, how will they replace this podcast yeah. with a robot? Come on now. Dude, they'll pretty soon robots can already do extemporaneous chatter. No. They could do this. <laughs> Whoa. A robot could straight up do our podcast. Are we robots? Or are we dancers? <laughs> <laughs> Little killers for you guys. Wow. Um, all right. So what? give us the BSB. All right. I'm not going to do as great a BSB as I did with The Fugitive. This was tough. All right. Broad strokes... A time traveler has come back from the era of the plague to try and intervene with a certain doctor in order to figure out who started the plague to kill that person. She had sent a transmission. He came to find her. There's always a lot of uh, problems with the time travel machine. Of course. So they end up in different spots. She, people think she's crazy. It's a big thing. That's yes. kind of the broadest stroke. <laughs> yeah. Time traveler comes back 
to stop the plague before it's even yeah, started. Yeah, a right. show about a guy traveling through time to intervene to stop a terrible catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, for our writing assignment, we did a... What, what was the prompt sort of... The, well, the pre- the idea is that, I mean, I know both of you really well, and I know that you both have in the past, or I mean, you both have time traveled <laughs> before yes. to stop a terrible catastrophe. And I was hoping that we could uh, sort of reveal to the listeners yeah. what catastrophes we tried to avert by sure. time travel. Yeah, I mean, so for me, the day I was sent back, I was sent back uh, to May 2nd, 2011. And, wow. Yeah, and I was sent to... I was supposed to be sent to a little town in the outskirts of Pakistan to protect the world from the murder of Osama bin Laden <laughs> by SEAL Team 6. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? I was supposed to stop this because, let's be honest, the future has been bleak without him. <laughs> like, I had to get sober. Yes. <laughs> and You so attribute that to Osama's death. <laughs> yes. Yes. Without him dying, I was still partying in the Caribbean. <laughs> So uh, to do this, I had to create like I I needed help with uh, my time travel machine, and but I actually knew a guy who was making one. I I, I met with uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Wow! Yes, and he had, he was a genius. Yeah, he had built a super fast plane, <laughs> a super super fast plane. Yeah, and it sent oh, you God. back in time. Unfortunately, I was off by a few hours and was sent to Monday Night Raw, oh. where John Cena announced that they had gotten him. And it got in Osama bin Laden. That happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else would you want to announce of it? Of course. And after landing in the, the ring with uh, John Cena, he, he did his you can't see me and pile drive me into sobriety. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't so go well. So you were unsuccessful. I was unsuccessful, unfortunately. Interesting. Yes. Well, actually, I also time traveled and I uh, was successful. Wow. What? Let me paint you guys a picture. Paint the, a picture. The year was 2064. The United States was led by President Malia Obama, and due to Michelle <laughs> Obama's due to Michelle Obama's fitness initiatives, obesity was only a great memory, Ooh. and people had voluntarily <laughs> given up vices like drugs and alcohol. Damn! In this hellish world, people <laughs> gathered at uh, juice shops doing crunches while they wisely invested their earnings. <laughs> Uh, Sounds fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was sent back Poor in time man. to show the world that booze, drugs, and overeating was the only way to live. I arrived back in time in the late '80s. How would I inspire the world to embrace excess? I thought I must corrupt the world's most healthy human, uh, comedian Christopher Farley. <laughs> the comedian was a uh, hundred years old in my time, and he showed no sign of slowing down. I traveled to Chicago and made contact with Chris at Second City. He was sipping a water, which I spiked with high-grade vodka. (laughs) Once he was drunk enough, I uh, entered him into a hot dog eating contest that he easily won. We took the winnings. I encouraged Chris to snort some heroin. Once the world saw Chris's movies, they realized that living healthy will be boring AF and leave you (laughs) a loser with skinny bitch ass calves. Mission accomplished. (laughs) Wow. I averted the crisis of an obese free world. You know what? I'm sad that Chris Foley is dead, but I'm so grateful you did that because it spawned one of the greatest comedy special (laughs) tributes of all time. Yes, yes. My friend Chris Foley. Folly. <laughs> I'll be honest, something similar happened to me. No way. I failed horribly. 
I can't believe we all time traveled together. Some of you guys might not have remembered the 2010 landslide in the Madeira Islands off the coast of Tunisia, I did not Africa, remember that. No. Portuguese island where my grandparents were born. Mudslide sounds like scatological. Yes. <laughs> so I went to go Kevin save Spacey it. was the tribal leader, I assume. You wouldn't even oh, believe shit, it. <laughs> I was out there time traveling. And I end up in Portugal, and all of a sudden, I feel someone bump into me. And <laughs> it's famous Portuguese-American Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and I said, Kevin, what are you doing here? It's 2010. He said, oh, I meant to go to 1974 before I did something very bad <laughs> and <laughs> fell on Anthony Rapp. He's time-traveling as well. Yes. And I said, Kevin, you messed up, but you can help me here. So we tried to stop this whole situation. We first started by just putting a lot of like toilet paper in the streets to hopefully absorb it. Mm-hmm. But those Charmin Ultra lies were an ads were a lie. <laughs> so we went down into the tectonic plates and sealed Whoa. up the earth with special sealant. <laughs> and so that it would not rumble and it wouldn't move the landslide and it wouldn't happen. Wow. Wow. So there's no the such thing as an action without a reaction. Yeah. So nice. what we did is we actually used air, special air we had gotten from footballs in Foxborough, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and we pushed the air back into the earth and it redirected some of the rumbling down to the fields of Gillette Stadium. Wow. Where Tom Brady, walking around in some Ugg slippers, <laughs> fell and broke his knee. And ended his career. Whoa, wow. that's amazing. That's your fault. Yes. Wow. Do you know if he still kisses his lips in that timeline? He kisses his son's lips in that timeline. Uh, well, he's kissing his son <laughs> <laughs> on the cheek. Yeah. And did space? How did you and Spacey um, celebrate the victory? Well, uh, there was a non-disclosure <laughs> agreement uh, based on that celebration, so I don't want to get into it. I heard that uh, after your celebration, he wandered out of Central Park beaten and confused and wouldn't say what happens. Well, you know, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the 12 monkeys. So this guy, what's the guy's name? Cole. Cole. He's Can I just say one thing? Yeah, let's fucking go for it, buddy. Before the 12 Monkeys get involved, this was a great show. I was totally in for it. The second they bring up the 12 Monkeys, I'm totally lost. Really? I have no clue what these monkeys are. Interesting, interesting. I'll talk more about the 12 Monkeys in its adaptations a little bit later. Yeah, so the, the so Cole, he goes back. He meets with this broad who he is like well, a he's dentist. he's hiding in her car. No, yes. she's a doctor. doctor. She's a medical she's not, doctor. Yeah. Dr. Rayleigh, who is a, 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 an expert on pandemics and endemic She's awesome disease. in the show, by the way. Loved her. She's my favorite female actress that they've ever had. What'd you think on of her any can- show? What did you think of her cans? <laughs> they were. They didn't show wow, enough. Wow, I really feel like you didn't really notice. I think you were just yeah, her, I, like, I didn't into really her notice. character. Yeah, I liked her character. I thought she was a good actress. She was a beautiful woman, though. She would have looked beautiful at a wedding with the hair all done up for one of the balls. Yes. yes. Gorgeous woman. But uh, Dr. Rayleigh and Cole, they don't start their relationship particularly well. No. Well, it starts as... A, a kidnapping. An armed encounter. Yes. yes. He's hiding in her car. He's got a knife. He forces her to drive somewhere. It seemed like it could be a real bad situation. And, and he's screaming he's, and yelling. He's very stressful. He's disoriented. He seems real crazy because he's, he's talking about how he is from the future, which you know makes him seem real mental and stable. He could hurt this woman. Yes. If somebody came to me and was like, I'm from the future, even if they were from the future, I would never believe them. What's that one song, though? Keep on ladder into the future. Time keeps Keep on, on slipping. I think that's Steve McQueen. No, it's Steve, into into Steve Miller. Steve Miller oh, it could be Steve Miller. Steve that Miller is Bands. in uh, Space Jam, I think. Nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so 
She's uh, she's like fucking confused as hell. Scared. Scared. And she was on the phone with her boyfriend or fiance. He had neglected to come home. He was always out working, doing fundraisers yeah. for Senator Royce. And uh, at the time, he was like, we're going to get a cabin away from everything. Yeah. Z- Suspicious. Yeah. We're going to talk about it later. Yeah, and you then, think? Oh, yeah. And Are you serious? Yeah. That is because uh, if you think about uh, them wanting to start a plague, what would be the best way to survive it? Get a cabin away from everything. You uh, think he knew? I think he wait, did. Wait, wait, who? Cole? No, her her fian- her boyfriend. Oh, damn. That's Dude, super that's super interesting. Have you watched the second or third episode? No, but I, I, I caught that right away. That is But that what is I caught... riveting. <laughs> what I caught right away was like, this show, you know that nobody succeeds immediately because if he succeeded, the show doesn't exist. Yeah, I guess what you're... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, like, I mean, you're going to play these mental gymnastics. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's a little naughty to me. I immediately thought, well, he must fail at this because he would never meet her if he doesn't If let it me, doesn't keep happening. Let me ask you guys a quick question that's Please. kind of off topic. No, no, it's on topic. In this show, Cole time travels by sitting in a chair and getting like injected with crazy yes. drugs. Uh, what is your favorite method of time travel you've seen, like in a TV Ooh. show or a movie? I'm not got a lot sure of where it is, but my favorite is you just stand in a tube, like you're going down like a water slide. Yeah. You know, they have similar one at oh, Six okay. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then they just put like electricity on your head. Like That's the tra- my favorite. Like the Star Trek transport. Yes. Like yeah. That. Yeah. I'm, I have, there's a f- film from the 90s. It's called Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. And he is like a guy who is a cop policing time travelers. And the method they use in that is really funny. It's like a it's like a rocket car on a track, and it just fires on a short track straight at a wall super fast. <laughs> and somehow that sends them through time. Hogwarts <laughs> style. Yeah, kind of like. Yeah, platform like, nine and three quarters. What a fucking dork, dude. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> Was Jean-Claude Van Damme the guy who murdered his wife? No, no, that no. was Chris Benoit. No, no, they, <laughs> there's a guy named like Claude Van Damme who murdered his wife. Oh, you think Oscar Pistorius? Yeah, Oscar Pistorius. No, no, it's an old famous story. Dershowitz represented him. It's from the OJ era. Uh, Robert B- uh, Beretta, Robert Blake, something. Norman oh, Mailer, yeah. Norman Mailer. This I'll just tell this one story because it's kind of good. Norman Palin, Palin. Yeah, Norman <laughs> Mailer, the writer, misogynist, and gay, went to a what? dinner party for this guy Claude Van Damme, and Claude Van Damme like says that he didn't kill his wife, and he like flips out and is like, "I thought I was at dinner with a guy who murdered his wife," and then he leaves. Really? Yeah, he wanted because he was there specifically for the interesting story of being yes. With, oh. That's wow. wild. That is wild. John Convenem, actually, he got his acting career started by doing a roundhouse kick around the, uh, over the top of the head of like the 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 uh, produ- production company that he used. Oh, really? Yes, this is true. John Convenem would wait outside this production company that was known for like insane movies at the time. There's a whole documentary based on it. They had some wild movies. And uh, the guy was like this really, uh, like a, almost like a Liberace type Israeli dude. And uh, he was very exorbitant. Did I use that right? No, he absolutely He was very flamboyant? Flam- he was just wild, right? He was a wild guy. Excessive. Excessive, right? And um, Jean-Claude Van Damme would like wait outside and try and get his attention. And then finally one time he got his attention by doing a roundhouse kick <laughs> over his head. And the guy immediately was like, we're going to put you in a movie. Wow. Yes. That's a little message to young actors <laughs> who are out there. Mm. Go ahead and just you know start throwing kicks at <laughs> these roles. Yes. That is ridiculous. <laughs> That's true. That's also how Tom Hanks got the role of Forrest Gump, if you didn't know that. Oh, is it? really? He just acted wicked retarded. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so... So Cole and this the Gale, 
Cole and uh, Dr. Rayleigh. Dr. Dr. Rayleigh. Rayleigh. He abducts her, and uh, she's terrified, and he has to prove to her somehow that he is actually telling the truth, that he is from the future. And how does he do? He stabs he a takes, watch. He takes her watch. And he, he takes ha- a watch out of his pocket. He has the same exact watch. This was also dumb, because like <laughs> watches silly. are mass-produced. Right. You know? But he somehow knows it's her watch, and then they peep. He scratches the face of her watch that she has, and the watch that he has also gets a scratch. Right, And this right. is to sort of prove that... Um, and she kind of, like, believes it. She does believe it, I think, way too fast. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, like, oh, that makes sense, the, totally. She's abdu- he's abducted her. The cops show up. He gets shot, and then he vanishes. But before he vanishes, he tells her that it, uh, if she believes him to meet him in Philadelphia in two years, in 2015... Yes, yeah, and then when he comes back, he thinks it's 2015. He's at. We didn't go over that. He's asking her, "Do you know this person?" Yes, that's she right. She doesn't know. He realizes she's not lying. Apparently, the time travel is not an exact science. Not no. an exact science, similar to science. Not exact. <laughs> only exact science is the Bible. So keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah, the only exact science is do not get your children vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then. So then she goes to Philadelphia and she's waiting for him. She's getting at a, at a hotel in Philadelphia. Kind of getting tipsy too. She's drinking a couple. Well, of I, this was one of my favorite scenes. It goes on for like five or six minutes. It's fun. There's a lot of suspense. What's going to happen? She's yapping it up with a bartender. The bartender thinks she's waiting for a man. Yeah, you know she's she put her life on hold. She is. Also, Cole has been shot when the police came in 2012 to get her. Yeah, he's and been shot. So then 2015 rolls around, and who look who shows up? A week later, as she's checking out of the hotel. Yeah, yes. she's waiting Can around. Can you believe the timing? Yes. Truth <laughs> is stranger than fiction. This he would sh- never happen in this story. <laughs> he shows up. Uh, she takes him up to his room for a little get-together. Yes. He takes a bleeding man up to the room, which would not be allowed. Right. She uh, stitches him up, and eventually he wakes up. Sorry. Sorry, that was the end of the clip, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) This is also not an exact science. Ooh. Wow, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're okay, buddy. Shove it in. I've got a fart anyway, so let me try and get that on cue. Crazier than I am. Oh, you, you get I it. just <laughs> sewed up a bullet wound I saw you get two years ago. Two years of bullet wounds. Whoa. I don't know what I believe, but <laughs> you're here. Okay. All right, we gotta move. Whoa, whoa hold on, Cole. You've just been shot. Your body's been traumatized. You need time to recover. No, 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 no. I don't have time. Oh, but I just need a second. No, no, no. We don't have a second. We have stop. Yeah. She starts fingering the hole. Yeah. You have no idea what the last two years have been for me. She missed. It's them. been three days for you, but it's been years for me. Listen, Doctor Rayleigh. Yeah, and it's not really doctor anymore. Ooh. It's kind of hard to keep your practice when everyone thinks you're a lunatic. She's a dog groomer now. <laughs> Which one's the dog groomer? Now you asked me to be hey, here. thanks for inventing that. <laughs> and I am. But I have a lot of goddamn questions. 
So now Cole breaks it down for her. Cole's going into a little bit of a BSB yeah. of the future. <laughs> it's been a long time for you. You deserve some answers. Most of what we know is pieced together from fragments. But it all started with the world getting sick. In 2017, a plague killed 7 billion people. Good riddance. Only a fraction of the world's population survived. <laughs> Humanity's on the way out. One more generation at best. The virus is mutating, evolving. Some of us, very few, were immune. Many became scavengers. Worse, they took advantage of the chaos. Breeding survivors, families for uh, food, supplies, whatever they get their hands on. The rest went underground, starving near extinction. Till one day, a group of scientists returned to the surface to gather information, piece together whatever they could. And they found something possible reset switch. Something started in your time, finished in mine. The last resort. Our only option is to undo it. Stop the plague from ever happening in the first place. That breaks it down pretty well. Yeah. I don't get that at all, though, because, like, why would the world be worse off with 7 billion less people? It would, and it would probably be better off, but uh, Coca-Cola wouldn't be able to sell as many Cokes. <laughs> Do you think that they're funding the scientists? <laughs> probably, because honestly, a plague would be devastating to like human progress, but then it gets you down to like, what is the point of life? Okay. And there's right. really none, because so as long as there's sobriety. people alive, it's not bad. Once, yeah. <laughs> so that once you get down to that super low number, you have more resources for everybody else. Yeah, that's what he's like, we're scavenging. That's like, you. if there's only a billion people left on planet, you have tons of food ready. Not really. Like, because Twinkies last forever, and they make trillions of them yeah, a year. Yeah, I would say in terms of post-apocalypse scenarios, viruses is like... That one, it's not like nuclear war where it's going to destroy all the food supplies unless the virus somehow also attacks crops as well. Yeah. I don't get, like, they, they move down below. Like, also, like, I, I just think it's silly that no, free, no, people no, no, freak no. out that bad. No. All right. Imagine we were sitting here in Somerville and everybody died except for us. Sweet. Right? <laughs> That's going to free up parking. <laughs> <laughs> well, at a certain point, we're driving around. We have the car. Now we have no gas. Do There's we have Pandora? Yeah, we have Pandora. <laughs> well, but then we, then we don't have Pandora anymore Wait, because we no have one's ads, working though? at mining the electricity. No one's mining coal, so the electricity goes out. Then there's still oil on the world, but nobody was working the refinery. Nobody trucked it up here. Yes. So there's a bunch of stuff on the planet, but our industrial food chain is so distant that there's no actual crops. Yeah, but if we them. were the only two people in Somerville, there's enough cars here with gasoline in them. We could make it last a couple of years. Yeah. At well, least 30 years. What would you guys do about your sexual urges? <laughs> <laughs> Same That's, thing we do. We'd now. have to travel <laughs> to Cambridge. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I don't. Th I think like giant viruses sort of the way to go. That's why I'm encouraging them not to get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably be one to die though, especially no. us living in the second most densely populated city in yes. America. Yes, and this is something that uh, we had sort of. Uh, we all had sort of a, uh, a brush with. There was an Ebola outbreak in New York City. 
there was a horrible out- Ebola outbreak in Africa, and actually there was a news report that uh, there probably were Ebola patients that were on the New York City subways at one point. And I actually was thinking about this. I was in my basement in South Boston, and I had friends who were in New York City at that time. So I was like, this is a disease that started in Africa, and now there is a possibility that it's in that, New York. That it could, in New York, when that my friends are going to come back to Boston, I could get it from them. It's like the transmission Ooh, ability, it's crazy. Yes. In, I, in, I mean, I was world. traveling back from Australia at this time, and I was in India at one point, and a little boy threw up on me, and I thought I was going to get a bullet oh, really? from him. Yes. That's scary. Really? And, well, were I you, didn't really. I was why like, did he throw up on you? Were you doing your act? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Really Off did. the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the one thing that would be nice, too, about a giant um, virus is, like, you know, stand-up comedy right now, it's a little dense, right? There's a <laughs> lot of people doing it. You know, I'd be doing vaudeville acts again. Dude, I'd you be would the be, finger licks. You would be huge. <laughs> You'd get a half hour in a yeah. second. <laughs> uh, Jack Burke, the comedian, that's alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's your credit. I'm alive. <laughs> So, no, but the Ebola thing actually is pretty spooky. They did a 60 Minutes piece on it, and this one nurse was talking about, like, sitting with the guy who was dying from Ebola, and his eyes just, like, becoming bloody, and he was just like, I can't believe I'm dying from this. It liquefies a lot of your internal organs. It's fucked up. turns that, and that liquid becomes just, like, super potent, virus-laden material that's, like, incredibly transmissible. The fact that we, like, didn't, it didn't, out break out is like amazing dr Rayleigh at the start of the episode just basically says that a pan a global pandemic it's not a question of if it's a question of when it's right. gonna happen right which one thing she glossed over did she talk about influenza that killed millions of people maybe they cut away because she was like, talking about these We had the black death plague in europe in 1500 ancient history maybe but could happen again what about the flu the Spanish flu? Yeah, the 1919 The influenza. Spanish fly flu, the one that <laughs> Bill Cosby unleashed on 50 people. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Wait, though, what is the Enola Gray? The Enola, I don't know. The Enola Gay was the oh, plane gay, that yeah. dropped the bomb onto uh, Hiroshima. Really? Yeah. The gay Ebola. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so, so influenza killed a million people? Way more than that. It yeah. wreaked havoc on it's, America. It's just the common, the Spanish flu, the common, it's a basically like an intense flu. And actually, uh, there was research scientists who were, I think, in Antarctica, and they basically, uh, they drilled down into the ice and they collected samples of this spanish flu and brought it back to life this year right yeah yeah Yeah. why did they do that to research it and also to set up 12 monkeys (laughs) (laughs) they love the movie so pandemics do have like as aids killed a shit ton of people yes probably millions millions yeah yeah so that's that's that is not as transmissible as something like spanish flu which is done through saliva air saliva and air contact so this is Way more transmissible and more deadly, I would say. So why did they bring it back? That's crazy. To study. Because they want to do some kind of foolish science. Oh, there it is. (laughs) We are the hottest (laughs) anti-science podcast out there. So why do you... So, so, but these pandemics, they happen all the time. I would say... They don't happen all the time. A pandemic means uh, a a serious disease disease racing through the whole world. Endemic, I think it's endemics... Or epidemic. Epidemics are more common. Pandemics is like worldwide. Those are not that common, but 
once a generation is about right. No, maybe less. When was the last time we had an, a pandemic? I it guess was the Spanish, Spanish flu, flu yeah. 1919. Yeah. So it's like a hundred years ago, right? Wow. So we're due, basically. Well, the Ebola one was pretty close. And if no, you're it wasn't. It was less than a like. Uh, it, we made a huge deal of it, and we quarantined people. Like it didn't massively spread on U.S. soil. Yeah. I remember walking through the airport. They had these heat screeners that would be like, if your body temperature is like really? above this amount, oh, really? you need to that's, step into this line. Damn, that's pretty crazy. That's terrifying, dude. It is. Yeah, so I fucking I was. It was funny though. What if you I wasn't just run nervous. warm? I, they, hey, you you're in the wrong well, line. Then you got to convince them to let you on the plane. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but do you really want to get a blowjob from someone who might have Ebola? <laughs> <laughs> is it transmissible through cum? Ebola. I believe yes, yes. it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's the ultimate wow. disease. <laughs> that's <laughs> wild. Can you imagine if you got AIDS and Ebola from the same cum? Dude. That's a double whammy. <laughs> that's a tough weekend at the office. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so 12 Monkeys, what's going on next? So Cole uh, convinces Dr. Rayleigh that he uh, can stop this by targeting uh, someone by the name of Leland Frost, but... Uh, when he taught when he talks about Leland Frost, she's like, I don't know anybody named Leland Frost. So clearly, some something's gone wrong. They do. Uh, she has a friend in the NSA. The NSA goes, No, you're looking for a guy, Leland Goins. And yes, so yes. they're like, Oh, Leland Goins. He's gonna be at this big uh, soiree in in, <laughs> in, D- in DC. So Rayleigh and Cole go to this soiree. Not it's on the guest list. Not on the guest list. This is kind of like a like a it's kind of like a sitcommy thing where you yeah. like, where you like take these characters and put them in like a fancy dinner party. Right, right, it was right. kind of fun. A little fish out of water. Yes, you know? yes. And uh, Cole is not fitting in well. He's beating people. He's up neurotic. He's on edge. Cole, they cut back to one scene where like. Cole is reminded, oh, Cole, don't get to know anybody. It's a one-way trip. You're there to complete your mission. This right. Everything mission. else is secondary. So they Cole also thinks sort of like, make Cole's... I don't know how willing Cole is to do all this. Uh, there's some reason. He was like a prisoner. Yeah. That's a great thing because uh, in, t- in, the, in the movie, it's more clear right away that Cole is a prisoner and they're doing they're using him for this cuz he's expendable. He's just a prisoner. Yeah. Right. They can use him cuz it seems like this time travel business kind of fucks you up. And Cole j- is just like, "Oh, I don't need to worry about any aftermath. I'll walk in, pull a gun, shoot this guy. Yes. If they like uh, then I'll disappear cuz I'll have saved it. And I don't also, need to worry even about if, anyone else. And also if there was an aftermath when you're when the stakes are that high like nothing else matters. Right, right. 7 billion people to one is what he says. But he screws up. He screws up. They get caught. Why he blows he? his load. He he like he's <laughs> he a little over eager. He pulls the gun. Doctor Rayleigh. I say he, he said. I like, say he hesitates. Yeah, you know, Doctor Rayleigh's like you can't shoot this guy, and he hesitates. And the you know, the Goins, his bodyguards, take him out immediately. Yeah, and they bring Cole and Doctor Rayleigh some kind of underground bunker Ooh. where they're gonna. Oh, it's crazy. This this was actually wild. This made my skin crawl. It's not that smooth. They're arrested. They are arrested oh, yes. by the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And instead of being brought to the jail, they're brought to like a point on the on an empty road where they do a handoff in the police just basically extradite these people out of the judicial process into the hands of these people to do what whatever kind of extrajudicial punishment they want. Corporate money or something. Yes. Right? That's the thing too, is like Gaines is like very kind of evil and coins. it's like coins and it's like why? Why is he so evil? What does it matter? I'll tell you why I think he's evil because he played the evil governor Devlin on Oz, and that's why. 
I like this actor who played Goins. Yeah, he's a lot. good. Goins is great. But Goins is like he says he's got some new thing. He's got a couple super scientists. He's and all excited. Goins is working on bio like virus t- research with uh with a, with a, with some guy who's real smart. Yes. Yeah. So it seems like they've got the guy. You know? Why He's would they be trying to create a virus? Though? They weren't. They were obviously were trying to create something else, and the virus was an accidental byproduct. Oh, okay. Is that possible? Definitely. It's like with the Hadron Collider, that thing where they make the atoms go really fast. And the big news story was like, there's a one in one trillion chance that it collides at the right way and opens up a black hole and then the whole earth goes into <laughs> yeah you know that what was, i mean so something like that that, was that would have been crazy yeah yeah oh my god we would have been so fucked yeah we would have been so pissed it would have been crazy <laughs> protests the next day <laughs> yeah they could create we would have wore our black hole hats <laughs> they're great mini black holes if you guys are interested in this there's actually a great podcast called the end of the world with josh clark where he goes in detail about the hadron collider and what the possibilities for it ending the world were. Interesting stuff. Also, are they y- still running that thing? Of course. What I about go th- picket it? <laughs> what about the Hey John Collider when it, John Paul from the future collides with John Paul from the present? All that mass, <laughs> yes, creates a black <laughs> hole. <laughs> the Hey John Collider. It's, it would be a brown hole. Thank you. <laughs> it would be a very brown hole. So, so what happens then? So, Goins. Uh, is kind of interrogating Cole. Yes. And by the way, all the people there say Cole is like some kind of you know biometric superhuman oh, right. they've they, never seen and before. He's not Jack. He's, he's like always <laughs> waddling around yeah. like out of breath. He doesn't seem that capable for they like no. made him Terry Crews. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a wicked good idea. <laughs> yeah, Terry Crews. But then it would have been like a superhero, and they weren't going for a superhero because he's supposed to be somewhat expendable. What about a guy who's like really thin but really lean, like really strong and thin? Like Usain Bolt. Oh, yeah. Usain Bolt, Twelve he, Monkeys reboot. Yes, soon. and he doesn't need to uh, be in a chair strapped down. He just runs really fast at yeah. a wall, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's traveling through time. Yes. Little Harry Potter crossover. Goins <laughs> is interrogating him, and Goins reveals that he actually recognizes Cole. He says Cole approached him in 1987 yeah. to ask him about the Army of the Twelve Monkeys. Cole doesn't know this, and Goins is like, "You haven't done this yet. This is sometime you're gonna do this later." Wow, but that's he's like, "So weird. You're not gonna do this because I'm gonna fucking kill you." Right, but Cole says, "Hey, come over here and check this out." <laughs> Basically, yes. And he like, and this is this is typical annoying TV shit where Goins instead of just being like, "No, no, I'm not gonna look at this thing," he and shoot him. Goins like puts the watch on the table. And uh, Goins walks over. It blows up Goins and his buddies. Yeah, so then Cole, they go into slow Cole takes the two watches, puts them on the table, puts them together. And, and it's like it causes a, a paradox because they're two objects from different times occupying the same space. Damn. It creates a big explosion. And like you said, Zach, it goes into slow motion. I don't know if like... Cole is super fast, or if it's just well, I thought that this is why they this is why they told you that Cole was operating on a different level than other human beings, right? And so they set this up by saying that oh. then Go- Cole could like he could sort of move quicker through, and while everyone else is kind of caught in like this time thing where this it slows warp everyone where down. everybody's slowed down, and um, he grabs ca- he grabs uh, Doctor Rayleigh. And he runs out of there. A very funny shot of him carrying her with her ass just yeah, pointed right at the screen. Loved it. That <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, this is also funny, too, because it's like, why do they have to have this love story? 
Cold the love story know, is see terrible. Yeah, like they're they're setting up a will they won't they love affair, and it first of all it's a dumb idea, and it makes no sense at all. Right, like, that she would be like. Oh, this guy that's throwing my life into hell. <laughs> yeah, Good fucking hot. It just seems wicked, unnecessary. And um, if it was the same, if it was Usain Bolt, I would believe it. Yeah, but he, maybe hard that's to a theme say no that to humans Usain. were hard to say no to our carnal desires. You wow, know, we always want to have sex. No I mean, what. Cole, if he was like, I, you got to think if Cole is traveling through all this time, he's sticking around trying to check out the local cuisine once in a he while. He loves cheeseburgers. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a hack. He, right, right. <laughs> he also loves uh, burgers out of the bun, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little meaty puss. <laughs> this this gambit works. Uh, it explodes. Goins stumbles out of the room. I know. It's hilarious, too. Like, Goins is the closest one to the explosion, right? <laughs> yeah. But all of his buddies, his gar- bodyguards around it die. He somehow stumbles out of the room. Does he looks phased, right? Like he's stumbling, but there's no blood on him. There's no like hurt. And everyone else is dead. Yeah, which like makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, going, uh, Cole walks up to Goins, and Goins is like, "You know that none of this worked if you're in this moment right now." Yeah. And uh, Cole's like, "No, that can't be true," and he shoots him a couple times in the head. And, and he, he expects that he'll just vanish. Yeah. And he doesn't vanish, but he does stab the watch in time travels, and he tells um. Dr. Gaines, Dr. Rayleigh, Dr. Rayleigh to go over and like go go outside basically, right? <laughs> Am I wrong with that? Yeah, I hate this because they're in, the, in this wicked, dense, secure facility and then he just pops open a glass door <laughs> yeah. right outside. Yeah, yeah. she's just going to like walk in yeah, heels in a ball gown <laughs> like outside of an industrial park in a densely populated city like how is she going to get away? No, yeah, she's not going to get away. But then Cole goes back in time. He sees his superiors, like the people who are running this whole program. And he starts to be like, They're hey. like, uh, did you do it? You complete your mission? And he's like, yes. And they're like, she goes, originally she's like, you must not have completed your mission because we're still here. And he's like, well, I did. But the, you know, but something doesn't make sense. He mentioned the 12 monkeys. What are the 12 he monkeys? He says, yeah, we got it wrong. It's the army of the 12 monkeys. He pulls a couple of pieces of paper yeah. Yeah, down and funny. there's army of 12 monkeys graffiti on all these yes. photos of the past. And it turns out it was the army of 12 monkeys, not Goins, which is weird. Right. <laughs> See, I, I don't like this that. because like a pandemic is scary. An army, a nebulous army of 12 monkeys, like gang of bad boys. Let me I tell like. you. Uh, in the movie, all right, I'll tell yeah, you. Tell the, us the movie. The movie is it's uh, the movie is great. So, in the movie, Cole is searching for the army of twelve monkeys the whole time. He's like trying to stop the army of the twelve monkeys that unleashed this apocalypse, and he's doing all this stuff, trying all this stuff. It's very difficult. Brad Pitt is the leader of the army of the twelve monkeys. He's crazy. You think he's going to unleash a virus? And at the end of the movie, a little spoilers if you want to watch, don't listen to this part. Uh, at the end of the movie, it's revealed the Army of the Twelve Monkeys did not release the virus. The Army of the Twelve Monkeys, all they did was release animals from the zoo because they were uh, because they were like <laughs> they were peed up. They people? were peed up people, yeah. <laughs> and he had it wrong the whole time. It was actually just some random guy who set the virus loose. Oh, really? So the, it's kind of a switch in that in the in the movie. The army of the 12 monkeys is a big red herring. It's like, what is this army? We got to stop them. But it turns out to be not them at all. It's one lone man working alone who okay. do, who, do, who unleashes the virus for reasons that are that are ultimately unknown. 
Lame. Give us a reason. <laughs> and so in the show does the opposite. The show do, does seem to do the opposite. I would say the big reveal, though, is at the end of the movie. I'm sorry, at the end of this episode, uh, it's kind of implied that maybe it is Leland Goins, but he killed the wrong Leland Goins. Right. Because there is a, a lawyer type who like walks into a room and is like, your father's dead. And uh, he left, left you, you with a, a bunch of money. And he always right, sort of thought right. you were going to be the big deal but are you even listening to me and it just shows this woman sort of like making a sketch of the a monkey a monkey the 12 uh, monkeys one of the, well, do you think yeah. I interpreted her to be the child of Leland Goins her yes she like, was yeah. she the was. intellectually disabled child of Leland Goins yes. right she, the Forrest Gump of Leland Goins <laughs> she would be playing in the show the character that Brad Pitt played the psychotic unhinged uh, rich kid who's possibly going to unleash this place right what do you think the possibilities that they, at the end of this television show they just say she unleashed also zoo animals i would say this is one of the things i like about watching shows like this is that you can use the preconceived notions from the previous media right that's why you like pirates yes to swerve people or and black sales like black sales like uh so it's interesting i if I were to watch more of the show, I would expect them to not be that predictable. I would right. think they would do something Right, similar. because their best bet is to get fans of 12 Monkeys to jump over to sci-fi. Yes. Not to give fans of sci-fi a good story. <laughs> right, right. So, But that- Brad Pitt's character is a woman, forward-thinking, right? Wasn't what? a black woman, though, so... But what? there was a black guy. The NSA agent was black guy. Jeremy. Yeah, wait. Brad Pitt's character was a in, black... In the movie, Brad Pitt's... In the movie, Brad Pitt is the leader of the 12 Monkeys. In the television show, it's this woman, you know? that's Oh, the, that's oh, I thought you were saying Brad Pitt played a woman in the movie 12 <laughs> no, Monkeys. No, no. He was just a super sexy psycho guy. <laughs> and The did, hottest man in the world. And why did... So so Bruce Willis keeps going back to, like, stop him? Whoop, back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps going back to break it up, but, like... Uh, yeah, it's similar. Bruce Willis, he's time travels poorly. He's trying to put it all together, and he gets it wrong. I think at the end they do stop the virus from getting unleashed because he kind of puts it together. Oh damn! Well, if you were, to, if the virus was to break out tomorrow, where would you go? First place? I would go to Northern Maine. Ooh, that's a good call. You can get there in eight hours, but it's dark up there at night, dude. <laughs> it's gonna get sketchy quick. I'm gonna go. Yeah, th- but you need to be away from people to be away from the virus. Yeah, I'm gonna go to mid. I'm gonna go to s- Times Square, Midtown Manhattan, Times Square, <laughs> go Times Square. I'm gonna go to the M M&M and M store because that's where I want to die. <laughs> I'll di- I'll get the virus and I'll just die, just eating peanut M and M's. You're just dying, mate. I said no green M and M's. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, the irony is just still eating them. Where are you going to go, Jackie? Uh, where would I would go? I would go um, I would go to probably Montana. Okay. Yeah, I'd go Famously to Montana. Famously not dark out there. Never going to get <laughs> sketchy. No, I would go to Montana and, you know, maybe meet with the Navajos that live out there. Oh. And see if they have any. The famous Navajo of Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know what's good? Because that's good. Because they've never had an issue with plagues. <laughs> so I think they'll love that. They will well, welcome you in. Well, the ones that Bring are left <laughs> may know how to survive this type of thing, you know? Oh, nice. And they would say, start, drink, start smoking American spirits, drinking heavily, and gambling. You'd be on the res. Yeah, I'd be on the res. Is that a show we're going to cover soon? On the res? Yeah. Is it a show? Is it a show? No, I don't think it is, but we should create that there show. There was a show called On the Res, like a Vanguard current TV special that I loved. Oh, wow. Well, maybe we should do that. We could. 
is Elizabeth Warren the main character? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sure that this thing, this Native American thing, she's fucked for the campaign. It's <laughs> yeah, done. she should just hang it up. Just say, it's I, too, it's oh, too silly yeah. and it's too rude. It's too much. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, she she should send somebody from the future to make her stop. <laughs> She needs to cut not not this. Do you guys like time travel stories? Not really, not crazy. But you liked the show. I did like this show, but I liked I liked the apocalyptic nature of the show. I liked scenes of like gutted out. I think sci-fi did like an okay job at making their Mad Men. You know, like they did. Like it wasn't campy. You know, it was pretty well done. Yeah, I. I wasn't too intrigued to watch the show more. I was a little bit disappointed because the movie is a little more like it's esoteric and artsy. It's art- kind of gross. It's, it's a like, little gringier. Yeah. This was just I felt Grungy. a little. More, it it <laughs> felt a little bit more like um, you know, like produced. And it was like clean. It was yeah, very it was clean. clean. But I did. I think they did allude to like harvesting of people at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like in you know some people having to eat other human beings. And the romance angle was just. The Terrible. romance was stupid. no romance in the movie. No, I think there was. Yeah, you oh, really? But it's, but it's Bruce sex. Willis, you know. Yeah. So it's is he fucking um? What was her name? GI Jane. Demi Demi Demi, Demi Lovato. Demi Moore. <laughs> Demi Moore. She was Ashton hot. Kutcher's. I love the photo of her with her hand over her breast and she's pregnant. You ever see that? Oh I yeah. Think so. That's Famous a classic. Photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever jerk off to that? No, um, may, I don't think so. What I about did tonight? see Giselle nude for the first time yesterday, though. What did really? you think? I had no idea they existed. Changed my opinion on Giselle. I formerly thought she was very ugly. Wow. She had a good butt. She does. What did Tom say about that? Tom sent me the photos. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did she have big breasts? Huge. No very, way. Very oh. perky, really stand. Wow, well, we'll have to check those out. Yeah, you'll like them. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> what did, did you uh, head over to the next house over and maybe... Uh, Sleep with one of many Robert Kraft's prostitutes. Okay, rude. Too far. <laughs> Myrna is a saint, and she should be canonized. <laughs> Can they canonize a Jew? Oh. They can't canonize Myrna Kraft. I'll tell you <laughs> that Why not? She didn't really do too much. Oh, you try and sleeping next to Robert every night. Guy's a big snore. Last time I was at the Russian Bathhouse, a couple guys were going off about how they lost all respect for Bob Kraft after he had that young eye candy on his arm like that's the right. day after Mir and Of course, death. yeah. That's that's a new, that's a natural Say, reaction. Do whatever you want, but keep that out of the public eye. Yes, keep that dude. private. She don't, was he don't deserves to be her. in prison if you ask me. <laughs> Put him in lock him up, throw away. He that also key. made a cigar gaff, which is somewhat unforgivable for oh. a brother of the leaf like myself. Really? <laughs> he said that the cigars he provided the Patriots with on Super Bowl Sunday were fifty year old cigars. They were not. No. They were Padron fiftieth anniversary cigars. Wow. Which were released in twenty fifteen. Wow. wow. So Shit. the Super Bowl doesn't even count now. Yeah, it's stolen value. Do you think, Rob, <laughs> do you think maybe Cole smuggled one back to 2043? Ooh. Where do you think he hit it? <laughs> <laughs> Monica, do, we're going to the future. Do, wait, I do want to get your opinions on this before we do the role play. Do you think Cole is a prisoner? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. It He's also, like, I, I didn't get that part too. It was like the scientists, like they decide to come up from the downstairs. and from they, the underground. They come up from the underground and then they just stumble upon this time machine thing. Maybe it's something they maybe it's something they'll address later on. Who knows? Oh, right. They probably traveled back to tell them to go to No, it. the reset button is the time travel button, I think. I think the scientists knew about the pandemic and how to survive that. What's one thing in high school you would have liked to time travel and redone? Oh, God. Great question. 
Whew. I'll leave um, it all. One time, uh, I was driving around with my buddies, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom really bad, <laughs> and I pee- I like peed myself, kind of like a moderate amount. They probably <laughs> they probably smelled it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, <laughs> you were sober. Yeah. Wow. I just had to pee, and I couldn't hold it. I they peed. couldn't pull over for what you. So if I time traveled, I would appear in the seat next to myself and just and open I would, your mouth. I would <laughs> undo my pants and pee into my own mouth and then disappear. Oh, would you get let him do a little scatological in you? Oh no, only <laughs> only eschatological. <laughs> Were you too embarrassed to ask to pull over? Yeah. Wow, that's hilarious! Damn, brother. <laughs> I, if I if I were to time travel back to my uh, high school years, I would have time traveled back to Zach's high school years, and I would have let them bring in that poop, that poop pillow that that woman shit on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you would all, you would just mess with Zach? So yeah, I that would. wasn't even me. That was just a poor woman at my school who got some anal related bullying. Actually, I wanted to reveal <laughs> I did actually time travel back to your high school years, and I went to a friend of yours. Guy named Matt, and I whispered in his ear, "Which one's that?" <laughs> I whispered that in his ear wow. and gave him the idea while he was asleep. Damn, Parks! I inceptioned him. Wow, that's amazing. Do you like time travel stuff? Uh, it can be interesting. Yeah, it's good when it's not used as just like a a get out of jail free card. Right. Yeah. Right. Good call. But this was too confusing, and this is like this just lines up to the where you can just literally say like none of this could have happened if any of it works. Yeah, you can. Yeah, time. You travel. can shit on it quickly if you want to. <laughs> I liked it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the show was you know it's interesting. Um, yeah, I would give it like a six. Give oh wait, se- I'd give it a seven. Wait, not wait. a waste of time. Eight. Okay. Let's uh, do our. Let's do our. Uri's gonna be pissed. We did this out of order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got it. Okay. Um. Let's do a role play. Let's do a role play. Okay. Um, I'll be Doctor Rayleigh. I think oh. I can do. I'll be the the monkey girl. You'll be okay. You'll be Goins. Goins' daughter. Girl Goins. Girl Goins. Girl Goins. Girl Gonads. Girl Goins wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. Um, I guess that will, I'll be Cole. Okay. Okay. All right. Rayleigh, we finally found Girl Goins. Doctor. Rayleigh. You said you weren't a doctor anymore. Well, I was disavowed as a medical practitioner, <laughs> but I went back and got my PhD in anthropology. So wow. I am a doctor. Whoa, girl Goins, you a doctor? Uh, you shot my dad. I'm fucking pissed about it. Really? What are you yeah. going to do about it? You're going to draw me as a monkey? I'm going to slap your tummy until it's red. Whoa. I didn't even realize you knew who your dad was, girl Goins. You're very, you're very lucid. Uh, yeah, well, I, I took some LSD and it sort of got me back on track. I've they, heard. That they've done a lot of research and that can it's really be microdosing. Helpful. Wow! Oh, wow. Microdosing I bet right it's good now. for all situations. It is. If you're sober, microdose. <laughs> you sound like an innovative entrepreneur who's biohacking to really seize the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, carpe diem. I seize the day. I um, taught hey, everything Robin Williams knows. What's up with that vial in your hand? What are you gonna? What is? What's is in that, that vial? Bulletproof. Coffee? Oh, that's not a vial. That's a that's a dildo. <laughs> that's a dildo. Yeah. Really, but. That's just I going into some, my anus I see later. some liquid swishing around in the dildo. What is in that liquid? Oh, that's just for... I like to feel the drip out of my anus <laughs> when I unleash it. Wow, you're wow. very gross, girl. <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting. I thought it might have been the virus you were going to leash on the world, but it turns out... No, no it's... it's it's going to go viral. People are going to love it online, I'll tell you that. Cole, really? why did we come here? I, I wanted to get some pastrami <laughs> so we could develop our relationship. Listen, you want enough pastrami? 
I would like to eat pastrami. Yes, I, I would show no, your pastrami. All right, here we go. Let me show you. It's so look at this. Cool. It's, it's been kind of messed up on the time oh travel. My God. Wow, Cole, that's disgusting. What? That's not what they look like in 2015. Well, in 2043, everyone's got one They're of these. They're mangled like that? Well, no, <laughs> it's just we don't have circumcision in the future, and that's why you're seeing how it looks. Well, I agree. It's disgusting. Right. Well, I can actually tell you what happened with that. Uh, in, in 2018, a couple scientists... Um, we're working with a man named John Paul. He was he was just battered. And Sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> no, his penis was so mangled that they, they they were disgusted by it, but accidentally they copied it and put the genetics into every child after that. And so oh, okay. now all penises are very small and have lots of zits. Well, I that's enough. That's <laughs> enough. You know what? I'm going to pull my gun and point it at you for a long time. <laughs> I'm pointing it at you. I'm going to do oh, it. Oh, this is driving me nuts. I need more acid. Nom, 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 oh, nom, Jesus. Nom, Where's nom, your nom. pastrami, girl going? Um, yeah, let's see those beef flaps. Oh, my God. Whip them out. I got a gun on you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm uh, a criminal. No, no, no. <laughs> put, that, put that away. I want her to do it because she wants to. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Typical fucking female doctor bullshit. I don't like this. Okay. Cole. Okay. Uh, here's my meat flaps. Put, put the whack, whack, whack. Right on the table. Wow. Cole, bring out the gun. Put it in my mouth. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> wow. This is what she's into. Oh. <laughs> shooter, shooter. What? It's okay. Time travel oh. works. Okay, bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh nutting. I'm oh, nutting. Jesus so much. Oh, my God. This is horrific. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cole. Um, your dad. Hey, Cole. <laughs> sorry, visiting hours are over. Uh, we gotta what? get girl going to sleep. This is still the retirement home. Visiting hours are over. <laughs> clean up, <laughs> clean up your friend. Let's go. Wow. Listen, just make sure she's not elder abused, all right? Because actually, I've heard about this website. It's very popular hey. in 2043. Hey. It's called elderabuse.com. If I give you a couple extra tepical puddings, we turn a blind eye? Of course. All right. Hey, make it, throw a cheeseburger in there. I love those. All right, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, scene. Okay. We already gave our ratings. We did. Um, six. Have a good night, America. Good night, America. Good night, Uri.